awesome. We are so honored. Aw, bless your hearts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the new home of the stack, the Action Wrestling YouTube. I'm Val Pancakes. And joining me tonight, I have the Skulk, um, Adrian Wattis, and Liam Gray. <laughs> and you can see Thanks them. Thank you for being here. Um, you can see them in Action Wrestling and on AEW, among several other places that I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, please welcome the Skulk. And like fun fact, they didn't even take like 20 minutes to get here. They're just they're just here. <laughs> we on time tonight. This is one of the very few rare occasions where we're gonna be on time. It's like it's so weird because like I'm used to so I as we were kind of talking before, it's like I've never been able to go to an action show, um, mm -hmm. simply because I live in Nebraska. But um you guys um, I have yet to see you in person, but when I watch you on, like, when I watch the action shows on IWTV, um, you do have simply the longest entrances I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, we take our, we, we got time. We want, the else there. To, we want the people to see us. Everybody else, I know they got time. I mean, we, do, we just try to rival the Undertaker. Seems better on longer entrance sometimes. We look up to take <laughs> the greats. <laughs> I appreciate the long entrance to some extent. It's very not um, everybody it really, does. <laughs> it's very dramatic. It adds a bit of drama and flair to you coming to the ring. Um, what made you guys go with the long entrance? Is there anything like specific that was like? It's. I think it started for us at the school. Because uh, everybody at the school, they're all they like to run their mouth in that crowd. That crowd at the school, they run their yeah, mouths. So they give us a bunch of fuel. They forced us to talk back. Mm -hmm. So at the school, it was just like, all right, cool. And then it eventually it just became a thing for us. And they, you know, just became part of our entrance. Now we just can't help it. When we see people, we just got to get in their faces and just start something. Mm -hmm. Especially with little kids. Mm -hmm. so, so you like to pick on children. Not picking on them, they booed us first. Yeah, like, I just want to say that. Who's picking on who first? Think they're, about it. They are booing us first. They're picking on us they, first. They caused us to pay attention to them. Mm -hmm. So, sorry if they can't take us out on us. It's like they shouldn't be shouldn't be talking if they don't want to get talked back. Exactly. To. Exactly. Hey, don't run your mouth. My mom <laughs> said, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Mm -hmm. They start. They start talking. We Someone come out to show boo, boo, happy to be there, happy to see the whole crowd there for us, and then, boo, you suck, all mm. of this, just inappropriate things. Go just, home. I can't believe these, these parents are raising their kids this way. Mm -hmm. It does really And then the, the old the people parents. are just see now, they're just losing <laughs> their minds even more. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I get it now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So how did you decide to pursue wrestling? Ooh. You wanna go first? Sure. For me, so I've been a fan. I first came across wrestling in like 04 a little bit with Triple H. And um, I didn't start watching consistently till 06 when Booker T was champion. He was King Booker. I never thought about being a wrestler. I just loved watching wrestling. It was just my life. It's what got me through school. It's what got me through Mondays at school. It was what, 
Friday night SmackDown is what got me through the whole week of school. It's what I had to look forward to. I didn't care about anything else that week, but just Friday night SmackDown. And then, um, so I only had wrestling to look forward to as a kid. And then, I mean, I played sports too, but I just played them because I had to play. But I wanted to look, I only cared about wrestling. But it wasn't until I went to college that I didn't know what I was going to college for. I, like I said, I never really thought about being a wrestler. It didn't seem possible. I felt like you had to be born into it. So when I was in college, I switched my majors a couple of times from like psychology to business. I just didn't know what I was doing. And I was in class sick and tired of just being in class, not knowing what I was there for. And then honestly, it wasn't until I was just 20, in 2016, I was just thinking about just life and i was just thinking about how much i really liked wrestling and how like all these documentaries i watched i just wanted to be there and just do it but like i still didn't think it was possible i had dinner with a friend my friend perry and i admired him at the time because he was pursuing acting and he was really taking his acting classes he was really trying to do whatever everything do everything you know for acting whatever it takes and then i told him over dinner i, was like, I mean that's awesome i look i look up to you for that that's, that's great that you're, you're chasing after your dream if I could do anything, I'd be a pro wrestler. And he just literally just nonchalant, non-caring. He's just like, well, why don't you? And I'm just like, you're right. Why don't I? I, I, just, I it needed someone to say those words to me. Like, you should just do it, you know? I never, I've never really thought about why don't I just pursue wrestling. So he's just like, well, why don't you? And then right after dinner that night, I went home, looked up the nearest school, found the A4. I looked up who AR Fox was because I, I didn't keep up with the indies at the time. It was just strictly WWE. Um, looked up Air Fox, saw that he was just starting out in Lucha Underground, saw who went there, Heath Slater, Apollo Crews, other people that came from the A4. I was like, oh, so it's got some, you know, good credibility and everything. So I went to check it out one day and it was closed and it was behind a strip club. <laughs> and it was kind of scary at first, but uh, eventually uh, I called ahead and then I went, oh, I checked it out when Ashley and Fox were there. And, um, it just seemed like it's something that I really wanted to do. Even though I was sketched out about the, the original location at first, I still really wanted to do it. And I just thought it was possible. And once I found the school, it was just, all right, 2017, January 1st, I'm starting. Like, and then we're just going to go from there and we'll see what happens. And luckily I had my parents' support and all of it. So that's just how I kind of got into it. I just didn't think it was possible until I just heard those words. Like, why don't you do it? Yeah. Uh, well, for me, um, I think uh, my story is kind of the same like his. Uh, I was in school myself, and I just didn't know what I wanted to do either other than wrestle, but I just didn't know what was the right steps to get into wrestling. And like he said, like, I thought you just had to be born into it or you just had to know somebody. And uh, uh, another side note, I was self-conscious about myself because I didn't I didn't agree with my body type at that, at that time either. I just thought you had to be huge and all of that. So that kind of set me back a little bit. So I, I tried to continue on with school, but one day uh, we had like a, a couple of days off from school and I went and found the A4 as well. But at that time, Mr. Hughes was running it. So I did like a, a week tryout with him and never went back. N nothing bad happened. I just, it was school and everything schedule wise. And uh, maybe a year, two years later, I looked the school up again, but I didn't realize AR Fox was running it. I just showed up thinking that I was going to just start back training again. But then AR Fox was there. And at that time, I honestly didn't know who AR Fox was because I didn't grow up watching like the independent circuit. I just watched WWF 
WWE. Like I grew up during the nineties. So WWF was all I watched. Um, and then I got to know Fox and super cool dude, super laid back, like had all the patience in, in the world to teach me this craft. Um, and we actually started around the same time. Like he probably started like a week before me. And yeah, it was just, we just started training together basically after that. You went to school for barbershop, right? Yep. Yeah, he went to be, he was, he was gonna be a barber. I was gonna be a barber. Nice. I thought that was cool. <laughs> Are you like? Could you still do like? Do you still do barbering? I don't know. Is it is that how you, no, you call no, it? No. Yeah, no, I don't do barbering. Uh, the clippers cost too much. Let's just say that. Like every time something happens to my clippers, then it's just too expensive to get them refixed. And then now I got to I got to buy wrestling gear. So. <laughs> it's not much better. It's not much better. <laughs> <laughs> So what were some of the best takeaways you learned while training? Mm. Stuff that you still reflect on or use in your matches today? I like the importance that Fox teaches on selling. I always like to see how different wrestlers sell and just how they sell different moves or how they build their selling up in the match. it wasn't until Fox came around, he really just broke down selling how you shouldn't sell everything the same, you know, like some moves are bigger, you need to sell bigger for certain moves. Uh, just the way Fox breaks down the psychology in that. Yeah, really. that's what I was going to say. I like um, the way Fox breaks, breaks down the psychology. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, he, sh- he really takes the time to show you how to build a match from start to finish. Why wrestlers will do certain moves here and not here, you know, why it, this will go here instead of over there. And yeah, like make your, make your moves make sense at the end of the day. Just don't do them to be flashy about it, you mm-hmm. know? If, you're gonna, if you have a flashy move set, put it somewhere where it makes sense. Don't just do it just to do it. If you're getting your ass beat the whole entire match, why are you doing some crazy flippy stuff so later on after you've just gotten beaten up so badly, you know? You shouldn't have the energy to do backflips here and there, you know, so late in the match when you're just getting killed. Yeah, definitely got to build that health bar mm-hmm. back up. Yeah, the health bar. You know, he taught us, like, I, I like the health bar a lot because he says, like, every, it's like a video game. You know, you start with full health, and along the way, you start getting chipped down, chipped down, chipped down. But you are, you are able to regenerate health at yep. certain points of the matches, you know. So that's where certain moves will make sense to add in once your health has gotten up a little bit in the match, but you're fighting back, fighting back or so, you know. So Exactly. That health bar and just the psychology, the way he breaks down matches, is just really um, – I feel like people should, at any time they have a chance to stop by the A4, they should really just stop by and just pick at AR Fox's brain and just see what he's all about. Oh, yeah, definitely. It'll surprise you. Yeah. For sure. So who has had the most influence on you, both in and out of wrestling? And um, we can start with Liam this time. The most influence? Um, I think it's a tie between AJ Styles and The Rock for me. I do a lot of the I do a lot of tape studying when it comes to those two because The Rock runs his mouth and I like to run my mouth, and I feel like me, uh, AJ Styles has like similar move sets to mine as well. So I think that's kind of who I resonate with. I've always looked up to Taker, Taker, Kane, and Batista have been like my all time just favorite trio always. I've loved those guys. Taker, he's the reason I I you know put lightning on my gear. I have like a little bit of lightning on my gear, and it's just inspired by Taker. I've always I believed that when I was a kid, I thought his powers were real. And um, I've always loved those larger-than-life characters. So I've always been drawn to him and Kane. And I was terrified of Kane as a kid. Yeah, me too. So, um, but 
yeah, uh, Taker's always been my biggest inspiration. And then I just, I just love how I, I was always in, I was, I don't know, I always believed him. Every single time I watched him in the ring, I just believed that he was either in pain or I, I believed how menacing he was, just how scary he was. I, I truly believe that the referees were scared of Undertaker in the moments where he backed off during the five count. <laughs> There's one, you get, they kind of four, and then Taker would like take off. Yeah, you can look yeah. at it. The referee for counting it to him. And, I don't know. I just like those characters, moments, and yeah, Taker's is my favorite. So what are your future plans within wrestling? Like what are, what keeps you motivated to keep going? I want to make it big, of course. Yeah. I, I, my motivation is seeing all of the, um, all of the, the, the people that are coming from the independents and getting signed and are, are working so hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're not just, being comfortable with the position that they're given they're like working hard to make that position even better mm-hmm. and that's my motivation austin's been motivating the hell out of us yeah like, like just seeing him come from we, we've been on hella road trips with austin austin theory uh we saw him training with fox you know he was there with us he, we took a lot of advice from out of evolve and all our he's road always trips. helped us like when we was on the road trips with him always replies our messages he's very open to help us and just reply to our messages and just anytime we need help he's always been there Seeing him do all this stuff on TV with Vince McMahon winning the U.S. title last night, it's just, it's so crazy to see. And it's just still, it's kind of unbelievable still. I have a hard time believing it still. It's just, it's crazy. And that yeah. motivates me. It's just because that I, lets us know that we can do it. He, 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 he's always setting the bar to another level mm-hmm. in my eyes. I'm, I'm just like, he just set the bar up another notch. So it's just like, I just like that. It's just motivating, like, for me to keep up with him, basically. I know. And I, I want to have a career. The way I look at it, I mean, I want to be world champion and everything, of course. I want to win a lot of championships. But I, I want to have a career that can be looked back 20, 30 years from now and still be like, oh, the Skulk or Adrian oh, or Liam. Like, I want to be a wrestler that they talk about 20 years from now for whatever reason it is, you know. No cap. Whatever it is that they, you know, they liked about us. I just want to be someone that I'm remembered from like, 30 years from now. Really. I want to leave a, a legacy, a, a stamp, a, a footprint in the business and just, yeah. So what has been your greatest achievement in wrestling so far? And that can be like titles or if you've had like a series of matches, whatever greatest achievement means to you. Hmm. We've gotten through a lot of cool things. Yeah. A lot of everything at AEW has been a lot of fun. A lot of, um, I think uh, one of them for me is, definitely winning the championships at action just mm-hmm. them uh believing in us uh and trusting us to hold the titles and mm-hmm. set the bar for where it needs to be for tag team wrestling you know like we want to be part of that list of being the greats and and have those five star matches mm-hmm. um so that's one for me is action definitely mm-hmm. like the moment we won the championships and every moment we defended them as well mm-hmm. like every i can't even I can't even tell you my favorite match while we was defending those championships, but loved every Winning every second titles. of it. The FIP titles was a good night too when we won the FIP tag titles. Uh, I had one in my head, I just lost it. Um, uh, I, another match was the tag match we had at Evolve against uh, Aero Fox and Leon, Leon Ruff. Ruff. Yeah, that was just a whole A4. That was the last Evolve match that we had, was us two versus Ruff and Fox, and that was just so much fun the yeah, entire we got time. To, we got to go crazy. Um, I think one of my favorite matches, though, during that time was probably the one in Chicago. It was the three-way tag match. It was us yes. two versus the unwanted of Eddie Kingston and Joe Gacy versus... Uh, 
No, no, Patty Keith, Sean Maluda, and and Joe Gacy of the Unwanted, and, and the, the besties, besties uh, in the world, um, Matt Fitchett and Davey Vega. That's a, one of my favorite matches that we've had over there in Chicago. That crowd was just very hot, very hot, and very lit, and just that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I would say that. Well, the Evolve, we were Gabe already put it out on Twitter, but we were going to win the Evolve Tag Titles right before the pandemic. So that was something I would say would probably would have been the it because we were supposed to be in a three way ladder match for the tag titles, and that was going to be a that was one that I was very much still looking forward to. Yeah, but unfortunately, we didn't get that because of the <laughs> But we'll we'll make something like that happen soon. So what I'm hearing is you want to be in a ladder match. I mean, we'll be. You know, we're we're not saying no. To we're not anything. saying no. To we're not scared. Okay, like we don't want folks to think we're just some pretty boys out here. Like we're not scared of y'all. Okay, like we'll do any ladder match, tables match. We'll do it. Bring it to our to our to the desk right here. We'll we'll talk yeah. about it. Just because we're all cocky and we we we're always feeling ourselves out there doesn't mean we can't get dirty. So, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so, what has been the greatest obstacle that you've overcome in wrestling? For me, um, for me, it took me a lot of time to build self-confidence and uh, just believing in myself. And I think oh, that comes from just, I've always had issues with my image growing up. I was always, I've always been overweight and it wasn't until 2020. What I, what I like about my evolved career is that Gabe Spolsky always got on me for a loose weight and everything. And what I like is that not only do I feel like we each improve in every match on Evolve, but I also feel like my body has improved every single time you see me off camera and everything. And it, I feel like right before the pandemic, I was really starting to make a big difference. And then I didn't let 2020 hold me down from that. I was still determined to continue the progress that I was on and get abs for the first time. So I was able to, I felt like my body and just my self-esteem and just that, just the way I would look at myself was something that was been holding me back, not just in wrestling, but in life. And I feel like 2020 was just a big, fresh, you know, breath of air for me. I felt for the first time very confident. It wasn't until like we really started tagging uh, a lot towards like the end of Evolve, where I felt like I was like, confident in my matches. It was, I felt like we were clicking, you know, towards yeah. the end there at Evolve the last year or so. Yeah, same, um, same for me. Self-confidence was definitely one of those. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, I don't think it's something that you ever get over, but it's something that you just get more comfortable with. Like, okay, this is me and you're going to accept me or not. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think that's definitely one for me. Mm -hmm. That's uh, all we did 2020. Once the gym shut down, it just came over every single day. And we yeah. just lifting. I luckily have just enough in my basement to just get a good workout and just the bench and some free weights and some elastic bands and whatever we were, yeah, we were figuring things out like we'd figure things out yeah. <laughs> make up our own we had so many different contractions going on <laughs> yeah it was that was a fun time for sure but yeah awesome like it's it's good to it's good to hear that it's good that you were kind of getting over that little hump but also mm -hmm. it's good to like talk about it because i think that's something that a lot of people can relate to and not mm -hmm. a lot of people really talk about. So yeah. it's kind of refreshing to, to have someone talk so candidly about it. So if you could go back and wrestle yourself as your first match or go forward in time and wrestle yourself five years from now, 
which would you pick and why? <laughs> For um, me. If <laughs> you know, go. So the person I am now go back and wrestle that person. Well, for your first match ever, or go and yeah. face the person five, five years, years from now. now. Yeah, five years from now. Yeah, I would because I feel like I would learn so much more. Because <laughs> I feel like both of us, we like no matter what, like we're always like tape studying, like mm-hmm. watching something, and we're calling each other and so, like sending oh, got some ideas. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I just feel like the the me in five years would definitely be like 10 times smarter than what I am now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like five years from now, maybe hopefully like my confidence will be even higher than what it is now, you know? So hopefully that would, I feel like that'd be a better match for me to wrestle somebody five years from now. Cause yeah. So you would, as a tag team wrestle yourself five years from now. Ooh, <laughs> tag team definitely, yeah. Singles or tag team. Yeah. I'll wrestle him in five years. Like I'll wrestle the five years him like later. Let's go. Like, So if you had an action figure of yourself and it was one of the ones that like you like say words and phrases, what would you want it to say and what accessories would it come with? <laughs> I would need separate different hands for different reasons. You know, they told me yes, I, I would definitely need hands for like roasting somebody. <laughs> so I could like, you know We definitely need our handshake. We need like our handshake or something and then I definitely need like a, a head. Oh, I need, I need a fist. Because I'm, I'm ready to fight. Like, I'm ready to fight. I don't, I don't care how big you are, how small you are. If I lose, I lose. And I don't care. You're not coming out looking pretty. <laughs> and then I think he's going, what, what would they say? Something insulting, like a yo mama joke or something. Definitely your mama joke. Your mama got to be in there somewhere. Something to the effect of I'm going to take your mom out to dinner after I beat you tonight. You know, mm-hmm. just something crazy. Mm-hmm. He ain't your daddy or something. <laughs> That's not your father. It's not your father. I've got a roasts in there and a good, a good, good old hand pointers for roasting so I can roast my other figures on, on the set. <laughs> I like that you need roasting hands. Yeah, we need <laughs> roasting hands. <laughs> <laughs> You should see us on the in the in the uh, when we used to when we start when we first started traveling with Fox. That's all we did was just roast <laughs> each other for twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. It's, that's how the scope started. We we were just Fox's crew. It was it was just four of us, and yeah. we weren't wrestling at first. We were just as like his his, his posse at the ringside. So all we did was roast people. So that's where it came in. We were roasting, and Gabe let that be known. He was just like y'all are just the posse members. Just go out there, stand by the ringside. But all right, and, yeah, <laughs> we would just shit on people and just talk. Do talk. what we do now, basically. That's how it started. Actually, it was Give the crowd hell. and with you all just being ringside. So what are some of your like go-to roasts? So, like, like if you're gonna roast somebody, like what are your go-to I roasts? I don't really necessarily have anything go-to. It's just what's in the moment. I, yeah, I'm I'm totally in the moment out there. So you better not be wearing nothing silly. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like I like I said earlier. Like um, they always started with us. So I usually just go off of what you say first, and then after that, it's it's I'm go mode. Like you I know? just keep going. Last time they were holding a cute baby, but we were going in on the baby. Yeah, Why would just, you bring a baby to a show? Yeah, the baby. It looks like, like it was born yesterday. At the entrance of the smoke. <laughs> you know, you're just asking to get roasted there. Now everybody's attention is on the baby. See, <laughs> now we got to roast the baby. See, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to. That's the first thing that we see when we come in. They force us to do this. We're trying show. to see the camera so we can get the money shot. But the first thing we see is a baby. Exactly. 
Um, so yeah, it's just either it depends what you're wearing, it depends what you're saying. Uh, you better not be wearing nothing silly on your on your feet or your yeah. clothes or. <laughs> Don't be a kid. <laughs> Don't be a kid. <laughs> so. So, yeah, my favorite thing that are something maybe your mama jokes are always good to come back to. We always have your mama in the back yeah. pocket of something if we can get it. In. If I'm talking to a kid, I'm definitely talking about their mother. Yeah, something like that. So don't be a kid, don't be a baby, don't be an old person. Don't be wearing anything yes. goofy. Don't open your mouth. Don't open your unless it's to cheer you. <laughs> unless it's to cheer. What are you booing us for? We are too good for that. <laughs> So as long as you do all those things, you're fine. No one's getting roasted. Yeah, the crowd started this. <laughs> so um, I see in the chat here, Action Wrestling says, boo these men. Um, I will not. They're I lucky will... that we're slow typers because I'd be typing right back. And just... They're lucky. <laughs> First of all, it depends on who said it. <laughs> because if it was Matt, I'm a... I assume it's Matt. Oh, Matt. Okay. I'm going to smack that beard off your face, mm-hmm. Matt. How about that? <laughs> you still got it, too. Oh. <laughs> you disgust me. Are you going to roast Matt? <laughs> I already did it the last Don't show. Beard. You better not have that beard again the next show. <laughs> you see, you, you do stuff that like beard. that. You grow a beard. When you never grow a beard, you're going to get roasted. It's all raspy. It's just not, it's not even taken care of. This is Freshly manicured beard right here. Kind of freshly, but yeah, it's a nice beard. All the notes from him. Mm-hmm. He just came back from the barber, actually. Go to the barber, Matt. Okay, take care of yourself. Let Liam do it. it we, we promise you, he won't screw you up. Three hundred dollars, though, Matt. I'm charging you three. <laughs> so, don't be a kid. Don't be a baby. Don't be an old person. Don't have a beard if you didn't have a beard before. Make don't sure be not Matt. to be don't looking be goofy. Matt. Don't be mad. So, so far, I do hit all of those things. Hopefully, <laughs> if I ever see y'all, which I hope that I do, um, please don't roast me. I'll probably cry. And then you, you can roast me hug. for crying. <laughs> you might get a hug. I'm just saying, you know, if you, you want to, you know, go there. We can go there. <laughs> I'm a hugger. So... <laughs> Bring it in. Um, I, I'll hug everybody. <laughs> um, Action Wrestling says, good luck, Liam. Good luck to you. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get me. I will burn Action down to the ground. Don't get me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we already took out their world champion and their tag team champions all in one match. Oh, yeah, we all match. We took all, yeah. So, if you, you, know, you want to keep coming at us, action, we can take out your whole roster. We can go there. Took out all your champions in one match. I Which you'll do... find out tonight, actually. Oh. Airing on IWTV here. Right. Right. About a half hour. You'll find out. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in at 10. Taking from next Skulk payday to go to the barber. Wait, they say they're, they're going to the barber because of us? What did you say? No, Matt says he's taking from the next Skulk payday to go to the barber. 
Oh, so, no, 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 no. Wait, now, see, now, now you're going to start touching my money. <laughs> now, now we got a problem. And we know with what he pays us, he don't need that much for his beard. It's only going to cost him, like, what? I don't know. It's it's pretty bad. He might they might charge him extra. He might, actually, he might need our pay for that. He, yeah, he might need a, a whacker mole or whatever the thing is called. Like a weed whacker? Weed whacker. Weed whacker. Said whack a mole. <laughs> well, he can get one of them too. <laughs> Beat the beard off of him. Play with me. <laughs> so now that we've started that feud. Um, <laughs> Matt doesn't have a tag team partner, so he shouldn't be talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, We're the beard is the tag team partner. Oh, oh <laughs> let's go, <laughs> let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> so, if you could create your own tag titles, what would it be for, and how would it be defended? Like, what would your stipulations be? What would you call them? Hmm. I like lucha rules, so that would probably be part of my rules. We defend them on our own terms. I like that. I like that. Whenever we're ready. Yeah, because yeah, because that's just how we roll. We you're the you're the champs, so, you know. Yeah. Um. That's a good question. What, what, what would we call them? Skull tag titles. I don't know. <sighs> That's a, never thought about creating more tag team titles before. I would have fur on. I think the inside, if I were to design it, there'll be fur on the inside. I want fur. I'm furred. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, the leather. I like that. I want fur on the inside. Yeah. One, okay, one of them with fur, the other with, like, uh, like uh, some Alligator. Kind of alligator, <laughs> yes. I'm messing with that one. So they're going to be flashy, that's for sure. They're going to be ex- flashy. I expect that coming from you, too. Lots of diamonds. Got diamonds everywhere. Mm-hmm. Diamonds and fur. Uh, one big plate in the middle with like two plates on the side, maybe. Yeah, you mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. A diamond on each side. Maybe just diamonds. Maybe no words. It's just bling. Yeah, it's just diamonds. Like that's the, that's the championship. It's just, it's just bling. bling. Bling and some fur. As soon as the lights, you're gonna up. be heavy. So I don't know if anybody. Yeah. You're gonna be have prepared. to be pretty strong to hold these titles if we ever I get you going to the gym. Uh huh. That's fair. I mean, you would want them to be noticeable. And when we defend them, we're both in the ring at the same time, but the other tag teams got to tag in and out. Yes. So yes. that's the rule. That's like the greatest idea ever. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how it should be. I don't know be. why that rule hasn't been I feel like made now. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, yes. So they're going to be diamonds and fur and alligator skin. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're going to be heavy, but like real shiny. Yes. And in order to defend them, gold. you two will. Lots of gold, too. Gold. You gold with one big plate and two small side plates. Yeah. And the stipulations are you two are both in the ring, but the other yeah. team can only have one person in the ring at a time. Exactly. Yep. So it's going to be like always going to be like a handicap match. That's the best kind no, of tag no, no, match no, there no, is. Because no, a handicap, it's like one on two, but he has the opportunity to tag his other partner. We're giving him a chance. Yeah, so like technically it's a tag match. It's a 
tornado. It's a tag tornado. Uh, yeah, you, you know, it. you get it. It's a stalk match. <laughs> it sounds fair to me. Thank you. <laughs> you're you're the you're the tag holders. Oh, you're the title holders. It's your titles. Huge want. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what is the wrestling word that you use most outside of wrestling? What's the wrestling word? Yeah. Like in our everyday vocabulary that we use? Okay. Um, yeah. Are you saying like, okay, give, give me an example just so I'm, I'm on the right page. Um, like a lot of people, when I ask them this question, they'll say gimmick. Okay. I was right thinking there. gimmick, but I don't even really use the word gimmick. Um, I will say the word shoot sometimes, like my shoot job, you know, where I work at or something like that. But I know there's something out there I'm not using at the moment. Pop, I guess. I, anytime I watch a movie with my girlfriend or whatever, I'm like, oh, that made me pop, you know? Yeah, I say that yeah. a lot, too. Yeah. I say that a lot, too. Like that. <laughs> um, I always say I'm healing it up, mm-hmm. like, just randomly throughout the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what else is there? But I know I use pop a lot. Yeah, that's pop. pretty much it for me. I don't really use too much of the. Sometimes the when I watch thing. movies and they're acting, I just say, "Oh, well, they're selling," you know, like I'm just <laughs> replacing my wrestling words with my, you know, my everyday words. So, yeah. That's fair. I I tend to use "Oh, that popped me" a lot, um, and I also talk about my shoot job. Like I have any other jobs, I don't. It's just <laughs> yeah. it's just the one. <laughs> I'm not a wrestler. <laughs> I just. I've just hung around with the local guys here for the last 10 years. So now I've just been infiltrated <laughs> with wrestling them. words. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard for me at first when I, when I first started hearing all the, the wrestling There's terms. So many terms remember. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what this means, but I got to act like I know. <laughs> yes. That was, there... <laughs> that was, <like> my... <laughs> was there one that was like, I do not know what this means or how this is being used, but let's go with it. I, for me, I just remember the first time for me where I was confused was at, at an FIP show. There were someone who pulled out thumbtacks underneath or were for the show. They were like, you know, they had somebody had thumbtacks they were going to use. And one of the other guys we were with, he was touching them. He's like, oh, these are shoot. These are a gimmick. And I was looking at them and I was like, yeah. And then I remember like waiting until he walked away. I, was, I asked, I don't know who I asked, but this shoot, what's the gimmick? What does that mean? <laughs> He's like, it's real or fake. I was like, oh, cool. So that's like the first time I really was confused by those terms. <laughs> Kayfabe was killing me for the longest. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like, uh, I remember the first, I forgot who it was, but they, you know, they was telling me something and then they was like, yeah, just keep it Kayfabe. And I was just like, all right. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> shows you have a lot of traveling to do traveling is a thing that you have to do i, I don't wanna, i don't know if it's good or bad for you i don't mind it when i'm passengering but driving some days <laughs> so this is kind of road stuff what do you listen to when you're on the road <laughs> a lot of rap and hip-hop a lot of hip-hop um, r&b r&b 
every now and then we'll put on some wrestling matches, just some ra- random wrestling. Maybe we'll watch whoever we're wrestling our opponents a few of their matches. Yeah. We'll put that on to watch. Um, we'll watch. Well, we won't. We'll more. We'll more like listen to the office if that makes any sense <laughs> i put on the office every now and then when i'm driving so yeah i like to have my michael scott around me um yeah those car trips can be loud yes it gets yeah it gets, it gets, it gets a little <laughs> loud in the vehicle with us <laughs> yeah so what is what would be like the most surprising song on like your playlist like what is like the most like we go oh like the most surprising song you enjoy. You can call it a guilty pleasure if you want to. I don't because I don't feel guilty for anything that I listen to, but um, I can understand where you would describe things as such. So you're saying like if it just came on randomly and people were just like, oh, we didn't know you would listen to something like this. Yeah. Maybe like, you don't really share with everybody. Okay. I don't know. He's, yeah. So he's usually DJ. I always let Monte, uh, Liam be DJ. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I like to go to like my random music on the Apple thing or the Apple music, I go on to like the just random music. Got some Beyonce playlists. in there every now yeah. and then. We get Beyonce, Cardi B, mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, like anything. Oh, like- we might listen to some Aaliyah, you know, from the 90s. Uh, Mariah Carey might get played a couple <laughs> yeah. times. Like, hey. Like, no, like, like, when, like anything Mariah like crazy with a lot of fox right yeah that, yeah when we roll with fox a lot in the beginning he, he every night it's funny because the fox would play a lot of hip-hop and everything and we would we would sleep for a very long time but after like waking up after an, like hours and we're maybe like an hour away or two hours away from wherever we're going that's fox would then pull out the mariah carey or something like that's how like it takes a long time for fox to pull out like the mariah carey and all that random songs that you wouldn't like imagine him hearing or whatever but yeah, I think that's where we got it from. Maybe <laughs> just started playing it. Yeah, I don't think I have any kind of guilty. But I'm I'm pretty comfortable with what I listen to. Yeah, he's never really hit any music for me. Like I said, he's always DJing, so yeah. he'll play whatever's on his playlist. Like no, like Shania Twain or like just like I've random played, like I've weird played stuff. Happy music for him. I played sad music. <laughs> I played trap music. I played club music. Now some of the music I've played probably surprised him. Like. Oh God, this is, <laughs> there's so many gunshots. <laughs> but I end up loving them, but I add them to my playlist. So. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I don't, I don't, I'm pretty comfortable with what I listen to. Anything that would pop up, I wouldn't be like, yep, that's me right there. Right on. So I am an, admittedly a Snackosaurus Rex. I love snacks. So what are your go-to road snacks? Ooh, we get a lot of road snacks too. You got more, you got this, more than I do. Is this before the show or after the show? <laughs> uh, before and after. You can do like both segments of snacks. Yeah. Uh, well, before the show, I, I just, I'm on, I'm drinking water, Gatorade, um, maybe some Red Bull, beef jerky, Slim Jim. That's before the show. And then after the show, it's, it's Skittles. Uh, uh, cinnamon toast crunch, uh, cereal bars, Always. <laughs> uh, the pops chips, um, Dunkaroos, the Dunkaroos. I just found those again, brought me back to my childhood. Uh, we go to, he introduced me to Bucky's. 
I ball out at Bucky's every time I go there. <laughs> yeah, we finally started making that stuff at Bucky's. My favorite thing right now is the cinnamon almonds. They got these 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 almonds that are coated in cinnamon, and they're I just they're more than delicious. I just can't find the word to describe them. They're just they're so amazing. <laughs> for me, uh, lately, every now and then I go for some Reese's. I, I try to be on the healthier side usually, but lately I've been going for like Reese's every now and then. I I get different cravings every now and then. Sometimes Pop Tarts. Every now and then I do crave the cereal bars that he gets. Um, not, I'm not too much into jerky like that though, but. I usually try to keep it like kind of boring the protein bars or whatever, but a lot every now and then I'll I'll get like pop tarts or those popcorn chips are really good. Yeah. So I like, I'm, I'm a salty snack kind of person. I like salty snacks. I like sweet and sour. Mm-hmm. See, I'm more of a sweet gal myself. So, um, what kind of what bag of, like what bag of Skittles is your go-to bag of Skittles? You just get red. You said Skittles. Yeah, you said you get Skittles. So, like, which which color bag? Do you get? Um, it's either my go-to bag is definitely the wild berry, the purple bag. That's the best bag. That's my yeah. I I'd be upset if they don't have it. There's been plenty of times I kind of threw a tantrum. <laughs> they don't have my cereal bars. They don't have nothing in here. Let's go. He's cereal bars. He done found everything he wanted. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. My tripod just dropped me completely. <laughs> we bring that energy. That's what it can't hold us no more. <laughs> it just went zoop. So that was cute and exciting. Um, I just forgot how good those are because I think recently you gave me some or a while ago you gave me a few of those berry ones and I forgot how good they were. Those, yeah. are, those Skittles, I'm not, I, like I said, I'm more of a salty snack kind of person, but those sweets hit every now and then. Yeah, I try to stay away from the sweets now because I'm, I'm more so trying to put weight on now. So I can't really enjoy the Skittles like I want to. Oh, sad. <laughs> so what you're saying is you don't, want the people to bring you bags of wild berry skittles to shows I, I never said that not one not one of those words came out <laughs> i like muffins <laughs> so you said you like pop tarts and muffins what are your go-to pop tarts and muffins i'm very curious about this i like for muffins uh, chocolate chip muffins there, we, there was this um one thing that would bring us uh these muffins in detroit there were muffins with, there were, I feel like I was the only one that ate them, <laughs> but I, they were, they were uh, chocolate chip and banana. And I think those are my favorite kind of muffins. It's just chocolate chip. Anything with chocolate chips is my favorite. I love chocolate chip, but chocolate chip and banana muffins, I think those are my new go-to. I got to chime in on that. What's up? <laughs> you technically ate that whole bag. Always. So. I would leave them out for all this to grab. Nobody would grab them. If time went by, it was the next day. <laughs> I would continue to go, even though I already had three of them. But I would continue to go, and no one's taking them. We were like, where are the muffins at? <laughs> and he was on the last one. <laughs> but I love those muffins. So I'm gonna, anytime, like, like muffins or pancakes, I'm a big chocolate chip kind of person. Pop-Tarts, I've been experimenting. I like to try new flavors a lot of times. I'm, I'm very, I don't usually have that one go-to flavor all the time. I like to go back and forth and try new flavors that I've never tried before. Yep. But I would say for Pop-Tarts, I think my... So people are going to think I'm weird. I don't know if it's my favorite, but I really enjoy the strawberry with no frosting on it. Yeah, you see, I know. Now you're getting the side look. 
and now I know I'm pro- I can get roasted for that. I get that, but I like those pop tarts a lot. But if it's ones with frosting, I don't know. I like I like the classic blueberry with frosting is good. Or uh, no frosting on. I like no frosting. You might go put on black Air Forces. <laughs> <laughs> I like no frosting. Honestly, they're good. I don't know. I was so like I was a fan of yours until about fourteen seconds ago when you said that you were some kind of savage that doesn't have frosting on their pop tarts. Hey, sugar hurts my stomach sometimes. Like I can still eat it, but a certain amount of sugar will hurt my stomach. Like I bought some peanut butter, uh, some peanut uh, M and M's today. I haven't eaten them yet, but I want to. But I know if I, as soon as I have like six of them, it's gonna hurt my stomach. So I'm probably going to end up eating them. <laughs> <laughs> Divide and conquer on those peanut M&M's. We both win at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, but it's best if we just move on. <laughs> so um, who do you usually travel with? Like who is in your like wrestling car? A lot of times, so at first it was, we were always riding with Fox, Ruff, and Bob at first for a while, but then for the past couple of years, it's just been mainly us two. Every now and then, maybe Ruff will join us, but that's been rare lately. Yeah, Bob might ride with Bob us. Bob might ride with us, but um, yeah, usually I would say maybe if it's not us two, Bob might be the third guy in our car, but usually it's just a lot of us two doing the trips. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, what is one of your favorite cities to wrestle in? For me, I gotta say either Logan Square in Chicago. That that building in Chicago, Logan Square Auditorium, is probably one of my favorite places to wrestle. Or Detroit. I don't know. Those two crowds. I would say the Laboon in New York. Oh, right, Laboon in New York. Yeah, I would say Laboon. They they. Uh, I think they showed us love like the first time they saw us. Um, so that's what made me fall in love with Laboon because their energy was just like it's a good venue too. But yeah. Yeah. Their their energy was amazing. Every time we go there, their energy is amazing. They never like fail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Laboon probably my favorite too. Honestly, I forgot about Laboon. But it's got a nice setup and it's just it's 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 got a good atmosphere and the crowd's great always yeah, yeah. The crowd's always lit. And the same thing goes for Chicago and Detroit. Those crowds were always great. Yeah, Chicago's lit. Mm-hmm. So, who has been some of your favorite opponents over the time that you've been a tag team? Man. So, besides, uh, let's see, we've wrestled Fox and Bruff. That was one of our favorite matches. Yeah. Um, Bob and Brogan. Bob and Brogan has been a lot of fun. I love uh, the besties in the world, Matt Fitch and yes. Davey Vega. I think those those guys are great tag team and we've learned a lot wrestling those two guys because yeah, i've been involved we got to wrestle them like maybe three times mm-hmm. so it was great to like re- yeah we learned so much from they're them. they're able to put a good tag match together and they're just they just they have all their stuff figured out they have their movesets figured out they're just really really fun to work with um let's see more recent um uh, as, as much as hate as much as I hate to say it, uh, violence. I was is just gonna say, yeah. I was like, even though all the pain I, of even causing I, I try not to save their little <laughs> stupid name. But we've been there. It's been it's been a challenge with them in the ring, and they've been making a step up, and it's been a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, it's, it's always cool to wrestle 
um, and get challenged by a mm -hmm. different type of tag team. Mm -hmm. You know, like um, you got your high flyers, you got your technical wrestlers. You, you know, it's just it's really cool to just experience the clash with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it's at LAX at, at AEW was fun. Yes. Um, I had a blast wrestling of uh, Dustin Rhodes over on the six-man six tag yeah. with Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson. It was really cool to work with Dustin Rhodes and just fake his brand and just, you yeah, know, he, he wrestle us. somebody that you that you watched since you were a kid. So Yeah, he let us annoy him. <laughs> yeah. You guys annoy somebody? Well, I don't believe it. <laughs> you guys you guys are great so um what is your favorite move to take and what is your favorite move to give and we'll start with adrian this time okay so if it's a singles move um i really like doing the tiger driver it's just a move that if i ever can get in i really enjoy getting that in but also i'm a big i love a good lariat I love JBL's lariat. I always it was a great simple finisher, and I've always enjoyed it. So if I can a good discus lariat is something that I really enjoy. Um, either that, or if it's another move, it's a good old tiger driver. I like to do it. If it's a tag move, I love getting our stalling suplex crossbody in. That's always a fun move for us to always take. Um, what's my favorite move to take? Was that the other thing? Yes. Yep. Yeah. This is gonna be weird, but I think taking a reverse Rana is a lot of fun. <laughs> It hurts, but it's just, I don't know, it's that quick motion. And like, I guess a code red similar, it's similar to like a code red or something, but I don't know, a reverse Rana, there's just something about it. Anybody wants to give it to me, I'm usually like down for it. And it's just something fun and quick and it just happens so quickly it's over with. And that's a weird one to pick, but because <laughs> it's a move to the head, but yeah, it's kind of fun to take it every now and then. Um, for me, uh, definitely, the frog splash is something that I love to give. I love watching it. Um, and my Cobra Clutch backbreaker. Mm. Um, and I don't know. I'm kind of like, what was, I don't know. A move I like taking. I got another one. What? I like taking a good crossbody. Yeah. I like taking a crossbody. I don't know why. I just like, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I like anything like, Splash moves, you know, like a like a good four fifty. Um, you like taking those? Yeah, I'll take them. I don't really mind taking. It's more of like the impact moves <laughs> on the top rope, <laughs> like a super 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 suplex. Like, but no, I don't. I, I'd rather take a splash. Like, yeah, I don't mind taking those. Hmm. Do you guys have any pre match rituals, either as a team or individually? I think I annoy him with my anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's our ritual. <laughs> we're normally just like, uh, we're like really cool, collected individuals, but like, it's like the closer it comes to the match, like we start getting more quiet about each other. And like, we just come and be like, you good? And then, you know, we just go, you know, we just try to get our minds in that, that area that it needs to be in, you know? He does a good job of stretching and warming up before his matches. I wish I was just as good as him when it comes to stretching and warming up and squatting and do my push-ups. Like, I'll do it, but not to the extent that he does it. He gets a legit warm-up before <laughs> the match starts. Like, I I kind of get a warm-up in. Um, but pretty much rituals, other than that, I 
don't. I'm, I'm really just chilling for honestly, for the most part. I usually will say a prayer before I go out, but um, that's really it. I usually say a quick little prayer right before like a music hits, but yeah. Aww. And I need some kind of energy, uh, some kind of uh, caffeine in me, like at least a half an hour before the match or something. Yeah, I need I need some caffeine. I agree with that. I need yeah some kind of energy. Mm-hmm. What's your like go to like caffeine pick? Like, are you energy drink guys? Like, what are you going with? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Red Bull, Rain, C four. We ain't really picky, but uh, I'm trying to think what my favorite is right now. Uh, every now, I mean, I switch it up. Like right now, I'm drinking this Monster Ultra right now, and I like this flavor a lot. This flavor is really good. Before, I would only drink the white cans, but not on these green ones. And I like these green ones a lot. But yeah, I, I mix it up every now and then. I like yeah. to mix up my things so I don't get bored. So it's either rain some days, bang some days. Um, Monster Ultra. And also, it depends on the flavor because. If Bang has a different flavor, like I want a Rain, I like Rain. But if Bang has that flavor that I'm looking for, I'm gonna go with the Bang. Like, what like are Celsius. your go? Celsius, I've been drinking a lot. What are your go-to like flavors? Like, if you're like, oh man, I'm gonna get this flavor every time. Like <laughs> from any bears. company. A white gummy bears. Good white gummy me. bears for me. I'm more of a. I like the blue razzle or blueberry. Anything blueberry, I'll take that. Fruity. I, I need something fruity, but yeah. I'm not much. I can drink a raspberry flavor, but I'm not much. I don't like the raspberry ones as much. Um, I would like, let's say, like a mango type something, a mango peach, or. He gives every energy drink a try. Like, yeah. He's, I like, like, he's like, oh, I've never tried this one before. <laughs> and literally, I've never seen that energy drink before. Like. I just like trying new things. As so long as they have no sugar in them and like very low calories, I always look for no sugar, low calorie, just caffeine, really. What's the worst one you've ever had? You're like, never again. It's a good one. I can't remember the flavor, but I think it was like, I'm not really a cherry individual, but it was like a black cherry flavor for me. Oh, I, don't, I think I like that one actually. Uh, I don't like the soda. There's like a soda kind. Yeah, there's like a cold Miami Cola or something like that. I don't like. That one was gross. It did, I'll give it props. It did taste like a like a Pepsi or something like that, but that's not what I want for Super an energy dying. drink. I don't want a, a soda for an energy drink, you know? Yeah, true. That's, that's fair. Yeah, but other than that, there hasn't been one that's been, like, disgusting. Uh, this It's not an energy drink, but one time I tried a, a Gatorade that I thought I didn't think much about it. It was green, so I bought it, but it was, like, lime cucumber. I couldn't get the. I know you liked it, but How I couldn't. You gotta disrespect me. I couldn't get. The, I, forgot, <laughs> I forgot you liked it until I mentioned it. But I cannot get that taste out of my mouth for like twenty four hours. It was so I, bad. I had to hear our car ride to Florida for six hours. Every time I took a sip, he was just like, "Ugh, I hate the smell well, of it." Funny, I remember. When he, I remember when Liam found that flavor. He's I like, I was bro. absolutely in love with it. He's like, bro, I found this <laughs> my new favorite Gatorade, my new favorite flavor. You've got to try it. He's like, I think it's called, what's it called? I was like, please don't be that. Like, what's it called? What's it called? He was looking for it. He's like, ah, oh, here it is. Uh, it was in Spanish, like limon pepino or whatever, because it was in Spanish, but it's lime cucumber. I was like, yep, disgusting. He was so excited to show it to me gross i had like three of them like i was ready to just share <laughs> this the best feeling ever i was like here he's like Ugh, you drank that i was like oh no we're gonna have issues yes yeah, every time i opened it 
So I don't think that I would enjoy that simply because the cucumber would throw me off, but lime is one of my favorite flavors. But to be fair, can we really take flavors and like opinions on them from somebody that likes unfrosted Pop-Tarts? Okay. How much time we got left? <laughs> I can't I mean, be the only one. Well, you're not going to get any support over here. <laughs> not from this gal. <laughs> so with being on the road and traveling, there's always like at least, everyone always has at least one really good travel story where either something really funny happened or something really crazy happened or like where you almost died. So like, what is like your like good travel story? And you're laughing, so I know you have one. That doesn't mean and you can say you. <laughs> you can go, I was just gonna say, you can go ahead and if you need to censor any names, you can certainly do that. I'm not gonna tell anybody, um, but feel free to use any aliases you need to. <laughs> oh man we really got a brainstorm for this one because we do have a lot there's a lot it's just we want to yeah, keep it interesting but there's just we we don't want to get we don't want to take out all the interesting stuff of course we're trying to figure out how we can say this with keeping everything interesting in the story i'm trying to think of other stories yeah. oh man wait I have one, but you weren't there for this one. Okay. So there is a crazy story, and this one was just very hectic. It was just very hectic. So there was this one road trip, and we were going all the way to, it was a promotion called XWA. I think it's in Rhode Island. It's like, it's like yeah. a 16, 18-hour drive. Very long. X. And Bob was in charge of getting the rental, and we were going to leave. <laughs> so let's say it's... Bob is watching this right now. <laughs> um, no, 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 I can I, nothing bad. I, know, I, I can know. say these names, but um, I'm not thinking. Oh, yeah, anyways. So, we were going to XW, uh, XWA up in Rhode Island or somewhere up north, eight, 16 to 18 hour drive. Bob was in charge of getting the rent. So, let's say show Saturday night, it was a New Year's Eve show, so the show was starting late Saturday night. Um, we were going to leave Friday night and drive through the entire night and get there like early enough to like get in the hotel, sleep a couple hours and then go to the show Saturday night. We were planning on leaving Friday night, let's say nine o'clock, 10 or so. Um, Bob was in charge of the rental. We were all going to meet in my cul-de-sac in my like, the neighborhood pool area where I stay. And it was me, Bob, Alan Angels, David Ali, and Tommy Maserati at the time when he was wrestling. And uh, we were, so it was five of us. We were all going to be crammed up in a car, I think, or I don't know what car we were going to get. Bob was in charge of the rental. It's like, <laughs> we're supposed to meet at like nine o'clock, nine, whatever. We all get there. Bob's still not there with the rental. And he's like, we're like, yo, what's going on? We don't hear anything of an hour passes by, time's passing by. We get a phone call. It's like, guys, I'm sorry. I don't know how I messed this up. I don't have a rental car. I don't, I, I, I got. I don't have it, but I think I have something else. Just I'll give you guys another call back. Give me a second. And we're like looking at the time. Time's adding up because we know we're we're trying to calculate this correctly so we can get to the hotel, sleep a couple hours, and then go to the show. So like time's like ticking, you know. And um, eventually, Bob comes and he meets up. He he comes back, 
smaller car than what we were expecting, but it's a stick shift. And we're like, uh, we don't know how to drive stick shift. And Bob's like, look, I'll just drive the entire time. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry we're, we're like hella late. It's like midnight now. I'll just drive all of it. But Tommy was the only other person that knew how to drive stick shift, but he's only had some practice, not a whole lot. Um, but me, David, and, Tom, uh, and Angels, we don't know how to drive stick. So we hit the road. We're already getting there a lot later than what we wanted to get. Where we're, let's say, we were probably, gonna, at this point, we were going to get there four hours before show starts. It's like a 16-hour drive or so. And so we had to make all these stops count, and we can't really stop anywhere to sit down and eat like that. So time's ticking, time's ticking. We finally hit the road like around midnight or past midnight. We're driving for hours. Bob is killing it. He's driving throughout the entire night. But we hit traffic later in the next day in the morning. We start hitting this terrible traffic. I have a screenshot of it somewhere on my phone. For a joke, I mean, I called it like the worst traffic stop in, in America. Jeez. It was such a huge, long red line. And time's ticking, time's ticking. We were originally going to get there like four hours before the show. Now it's coming down to like two hours before the show. We still got like 12 hours left of driving. Eventually, Bob can't take it anymore. He can't drive, so Tommy takes over. But we had to spend like 20 minutes for Tommy to learn how to drive the stick and everything because he only knew how to do it, so we're wasting more time. And Tommy ends up picking it up, and he finally get on the highway. We're driving. Time's going down. We're, we're losing so much time. There's more traffic. Traffic's adding up. Eventually, we get to the point where we're like five, six hours away. But by this time, we're only like 30 minutes before showtime starts. Like, we're, we're losing so much time. We're only still got like five hours left. So we're really like speeding. We're really trying to make it work. Um, we got like three hours left. We're already in the middle of the show. Like, show's already starting. We still got like two hours left. And we're telling the promoter, like, hey, we're, well, no, the no, show's not starting yet. Show's, it's, it's getting started. I don't know how much time is left. It's, it's such a long time ago. But anyways, show's already starting. And the promoter keeps pushing our match back and back and back further and further. And he's like, all right, just let me know when you're here. And we're like, we're an hour away. We're almost there. Whatever. We're like half an hour away. We're almost there. Cool. We're, there's still an intermission. Maybe we can get you guys in after intermission now. Cool. We finally pull up right in the middle of intermission. We're changing. We only got like 10 minutes to get this match figured out. <laughs> but we got it. It was like a three-way tag match with like Myron Reed, Trey Miguel, and I forgot who else was in the match. But, um, oh, it was Trey Miguel. Uh, Myron Reed versus me and Bob versus Angels and Tommy, I think. It was like a three-way tag. But we, we put it together like in 10 minutes or so. We, we had no time. We were like some of them who could change in the car were already getting changed in the car. Like it was just 16 hours of pure madness. It was just time was taking the entire time. Like we had, we could not stop for fun. Oh, <laughs> so, That one was hectic for sure. And we made it like to the show right past right during intermission we made it 16 hours that's crazy yeah no wonder y'all tripped on me when that one time when it was my responsibility to get the car and that <laughs> car job like i don't know about this car <laughs> you gotta be carl you gotta be oh, got Jeep. Jeep, yeah and that was a fun ride that yeah there was another time where we drove like another 16 hours another 16 hour road trip he, he, he got the jeep it was me rough liam and tommy it was just four of us and we were great. That road trip was great all the way all on the way up there for 16 hours. It was fine. It was uh, one of the best road trips ever. However, on the way back, for some reason, Fox needed to come back with us. So we were crammed. <laughs> Fox rode back with us on that road trip, and we were just so crammed. So but he awful. had the best time he ever. Had, <laughs> he 
is like one of the things that he was definitely stopping for was ice cream. So it was like, I think the first two <laughs> spots, <laughs> the first two spots we stopped that they didn't have no ice cream and it was like gas stations. So we just had to keep stopping. That was like, it wasn't like a bad trip, but it was just hilarious at the time. It was, it was hilarious. Like, that's the only thing he, he needed in his system was ice cream. We could not find it. Every Everything we stopped at did not have ice cream. Eventually, we got his ice cream. I took a photo. He looked like a child. He yes. had a nasty bib right here. Ice cream on his cheek. Like He just looked like a happy child with his bib and everything. It great. was great. great yeah. <laughs> Crammed up on the way back for 16 hours, but it was good. Well, as we long as he gets his ice cream. Hour road trip in a long time, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that, but... Y'all can. <laughs> <laughs> we made it work. Yeah. So is that the longest road trip you've been on, or have you been on a longer than 16-hour road trip? Uh, well, 16 to 18 hours. That yeah. I forgot what part of it. was all the way up north. We were like, one time we drove to Limitless. Maybe that was the time we went to Limitless as well. We went to like two different shows. Yeah. But that was right you know, towards the border of Canada. It was underneath Canada. So as far as up north as we can go, we basically went... <laughs> From Georgia. So 16 to 18 hours. Yeah, that's definitely probably the longest road trip yeah. we've done. Yeah. We put a lot of miles on the road. We've <laughs> road stallions. Yeah. That's a lot. Like I just went with one of my friends on an 11 hour road trip and I was like, mm -mm. like luckily <laughs> he drove and I didn't have to, but like I can't imagine doing that every weekend. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, the amount of time that y'all put on the road. It was a lot, but luckily, because of all that, now, like, a seven-hour trip to Florida ain't much. Yeah. That's you kind of get used, used to it, it yeah. Or now, yeah. Especially when you do have space in the car, it's a lot more comfortable, of course, so. Mm. Do, like, do either of you fall asleep when, like, in cars? Are you, like, car sleepers? Or are you, like, no? Oh, I'm definitely a car sleeper. As soon as I get, like, as soon as my turn is over with. <laughs> yeah, he falls asleep a lot easier than I do. A lot easier. I can sleep in the car, too, but usually I'll try to stay up with whoever's driving, especially at night, because at night it's a lot harder to stay up. And then if we can't stay up, we'll stop at a rest stop, sleep a couple hours, and then just keep going. Get back on the road, yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you have any hidden talents? I can juggle. Oh, huh. that is a hidden talent. Yeah. I don't think I have one. <laughs> uh, I can, oh, I can ride, um, I can ride, uh, the one wheel bicycle. Oh, a unicycle? I can ride a unicycle. Oh, for real? Yeah. Sarah's got one downstairs. Oh, I'm gonna, well, it's dark now, yeah. but next time I come over, I'm down to ride. So, and no, I'm not bringing it out during the entrance, so I don't want to. So we got a whole circus act. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was like, you can juggle and you can ride a unicycle. Like, why are you not capitalizing on this? Hey, one day maybe you never know what we could pull out We're, from underneath yeah, the ring. We'll put it in our back pocket for right now. <laughs> Please, I would die laughing if <laughs> y'all had like a hardcore match and you bust out like oh, some like juggling balls and like a unicycle. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would, so. in tears, if that <laughs> occurred. Like, please, someday. Yeah. Truly, nice. they'll please. be watching you juggle, watching that unicycle, not see that. Like, like, can you imagine like lariating somebody whilst uh, riding a unicycle? 
what she say? Hilarious. Oh, <laughs> you can like pretend to juggle and then just throw it at him. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. You never know. You might see something like that in the future. You never know. That's why you should always tune into action. Always. You don't know what we're going to pull out from underneath the ring. There's all kinds of stuff down there. All kinds of stuff. All kinds. It's never ending. It surprised me when I first started wrestling. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like a toy box down there. It's like Mary Poppins bag. It just keeps yeah, pulling it's stuff out. Whatever you need. It's, it's there. Whatever you need. <laughs> the ring giveth and it taketh away. so if you could go back in time what would you tell a 10 year old version of yourself oh man for me personally i I was very lost i was very lost as a kid it's just i didn't know what direction my life was ever going to go in i would just honestly go back and just tell my 10 year old self you're doing fine you're doing you're doing great just keep doing what you're doing like, don't worry about anything else. You're, you're, you're doing fine, honestly. Because, like, if I, if I could go back and just – if I could be 10 years old right now and see how I would turn out right now, just how less confused I am and just about the whole world and just how less scared I am now than yeah. I was when I was a kid, I, I thought I didn't know my – I don't know. I, I grew up with a lot of issues and just in school and everything. And so, I don't know, knowing that I, everything turned out okay in my end, I would tell myself that you're doing just fine. Stop worrying. Yeah, I think you're I would. Doing okay. I think I would tell myself to um, don't worry about people's opinions and go do what you want to do. Yeah. Instead of waiting for someone to tell you what to do, mm-hmm. you know, like I feel like mm, growing up, I felt like I was waiting for that person to be like, "All right, this is what you're going to go to college for. This is how you're going to learn it." Da 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 da. But at the end of the day, it's like. Like, I always knew I wanted to be a professional wrestler. Like, I, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember doing my project. Like, they was asking us, what do you want to be? And my project in seventh grade was, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. So, you know, it was just like, just don't, don't listen to those voices and don't listen to other people. You know, just stay positive and do what you got to do to get where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I in there. Just be you, basically. That's what I tell myself, myself as well. Definitely. You're doing be fine. You. Just be you. Don't try to be like anybody else yeah because i always felt like i was trying to live in somebody else's shoes yeah. or something like that. don't worry about fitting in like mm-hmm. i feel like i was also trying to fit in and like you know just make friends with everyone it's just mm-hmm. worry about you i would change my personalities to be like others you know so i'd be like just stop that do you you're doing fine and now everybody wants to be like the skull you know Look how life turns out. So it's like we're setting examples out yeah. here, people. Okay? We're a role model for children, as you can tell, on, on action. Obviously. They need some kind of role model there. Mm-hmm. Right? So their parents take them to action shows, so you know they're not getting it at home. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. I love action. I cannot wait to hopefully someday get to an action show in Georgia. That would really make my day. Maybe Matt should bring us to Nebraska. What idea? Why are you... Why am I not running action? I should run action. I mean, you have a nice beard. To Nebraska. No, we got a a half headset wearing beard can't take care of running fake CEO action. Uh, I don't even know what else to say about him. He's just... He's, he's taking dis- too long to give us those tag titles. Back. He disgusts me. First of all, he didn't even want to tell us that Dom was there that night and that 
we weren't even supposed to wrestle that night. So that's my, you know what? Where's Matt at? Where's In the comments. Matt? Now I'm, I'm heated. Um, I don't see him in the chat at present, but I'm sure he will go back later and watch He's this. Um, He's scarred. <laughs> because I believe that the action show is currently on IWTV. Yeah, oh, is it? At, no, at this very moment. Yes. It's so on that note, um, I have just a few more questions and then we'll go to questions from chat and then we'll go to the most hated lightning round and then we'll wrap up. So we're almost done. Cool. Do it. You're like, good. This has been terrible. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this has been so fun. Yeah. So uh, what is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight with just your hands? No weapons. If it's like biggest attacking. animal I mean, I've got, I mean, I did separate a big freaking husk, two huskies from fighting each other one time apart with my bare hands. I had to get in there and just separate them. I'm proud it. about that. I believe it. Look at those hands. I believe it. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out what's a little bit more dangerous than two huskies going at it, two heavy huskies <laughs> that I could I'm tear just, apart. I'm, I'm pretty confident in my ability of beating up some ferrets. I'm going to just <laughs> say that out loud. I don't care who owns ferrets, all right? I think I can beat them up, okay? There's a couple though, running around. <laughs> even though they're soft and cuddly and cute, and I, I want one, but. Where's Big G? Throw your hand Please. <laughs> um, but I can't figure out another animal other than a I don't mind wrestling a duck. <laughs> this is Big Aww. G. So this is Big G. I would have, we wouldn't mind wrestling this guy with our two hand, with our bare hands either. It's Big G. Big G is precious. Yeah, yeah. This is, is the hello. first ferret on the show. He was Aww. chilling. He was chilling. We woke him up, but he's up now. Oh, he's so <laughs> cute. That's Big G, and this is Lady over here. This is Lady. <laughs> we got two. Oh. Oh. Yeah. They so. are precious darlings. These guys, we can, we can take them on for sure for the bare hands, no doubt. This, a duck, two huskies. We've, we've actually fought ducks before, so we're not, you know, we're confident in fighting ducks again. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, maybe a kangaroo? Maybe. No, <laughs> <laughs> okay, no kangaroos. No kangaroos. A lot of people have I'm said kangaroo when I asked them this question. Huskies and ducks and puppies. Huskies, ducks, puppies, and ferrets. <laughs> and ferrets, yeah, I can take a ferret. Oh, cute. Oh, I'm obsessed with your ferrets. They're adorable. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. They're fun. Oh. Definitely going to grab me some. So, how do you take your pancakes? Like, what do you like in them, on them? Chocolate chips. I like chocolate chips, sometimes chocolate chips and bananas. Um, I like, uh, um, I'm a big strawberry flavor type of guy. So I like pancakes with some whipped cream, some strawberries and some, some strawberry syrup. That's a good way to have it. So 
some strawberry flavored pancakes or fucking my hop or a chocolate chip pancake. I, I can't flex. I recently had some pancakes from um, 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 Cracker Barrel and they like there was the crispy, the crispy of it. I was I was amazed that I've never had the pancakes from, from Cracker Barrel, so I don't want to bite cracking jokes. <laughs> But yeah, I think those are my new pancakes right now. But if it's, you know, IHOP, it, I'm kind of like the regular pancake eater. Like I just want a lot of syrup, a lot of butter. Uh, if I want some fruit toppings, maybe raspberries or strawberries and some whipped cream. I like using all the syrups they got at IHOP. He be killing Blueberry, it. the peanut butter one are all so good. I can't just have one of them. I feel like I have to mix them all up. And so sometimes I have like chocolate chip pancakes with peanut butter. Like that's kind of a good thing. Yes. Like yes, sandwich in the middle. Mm, mm. Nice. I forgot about that. There we go. That is another way I like to have my pancakes. I haven't had a peanut. Uh, I had peanut butter waffles. Ooh. I don't want to hear about that. Oh. Waffle House one time made us a. Wait, this... hold on, hold on. She, she said she didn't want to hear about that. It was so delicious. Though. Oh, yes, what you said. <laughs> waffles. Not a fan. I am... That's her. She's about pancakes. My bad. <laughs> I am like well, I am. The Waffle House. They were we were fortunate enough to have. They, they gave us like peanut butter chips instead of chocolate chips. They were peanut butter chips, and they gave us jelly. So we had like a peanut butter jelly like waffle one time. Spread that across. Was... That would be but we great. Love pancakes. We're pancakes. We love pancakes. We love pancakes. <laughs> Canceling the skulk over there. <laughs> Super duper. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been nice talking to you. <laughs> In the show. No, uh, <laughs> I have I have one more question for you on my end, and like I said, we'll go to questions from chat, and then lightning round, and then wrap up. So I'm going to take you on like a little journey. So like go on the journey with me. So you're going, you're hungry, you're going to the store, you kind of want something sweet. You're like walking down the aisles. You like turn down the cookie aisle. You're like, cookies are great. Who doesn't love a cookie? And you look, there's all these cookies you can pick from, but you go to America's favorite cookie, which is the Oreo. And you go to the Oreo section and there's just a plethora of Oreos, but you don't want any of like the weird flavors. You just want like the chocolate cookie with like the white cream middle, but like there's still options, right? Like some options. So are you picking the thin Oreos, the regular Oreos, or the double-stuffed Oreos? So something that I've recently discovered is that the thin Oreos, when you put them in the fridge, they're fantastic that way. I didn't care for, for thin Oreos ever before. But one time, uh, they were in my girlfriend's fridge one time downstairs, and I had them out of the fridge, and they were just life-changing. But honestly... I'd have to go with regular Oreos still, but thin Oreos, if you buy those, put them in the fridge. They're great. Most of my cookies get put in the fridge. Majority of the time, all of my cookies are in the fridge. Mine don't. Yeah. I think I'm going to um, do it right now. But yeah, I think I'm going to go with the regular as well. Mm -hmm. I used to be like a double stuffed, but then it was just getting, icing was just getting too much. I was too like, much. yeah, I, was, I just, yeah. I now just the, take the regular. The flavored ones is the, Peanut butter, what's it called? Fudge peanut butter pie. Fudge peanut butter pie. That's one of my favorites for the flavored ones. I'm a big lemon gal. I like the lemon ones. I, I like a good uh, 
I think the brand's like Netcot or whatever. They're like, they have peanut butter cookies, but they have these lemon cookie ones as well. I like lemon cookies. Mm. I like a good lemon bar or like lemon pie. I turned 30 Mm. and I was like all into lemon. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm good on lemon. Unless it's like lemonade, but no, I can't. can't I'm all right with lemon. I'm okay with that. So the um, unofficial correct answer to that question, by the way, is double stuffed. I don't know how you guys both managed to not pick double stuffed Oreos. Wrong for her. Jeez. But you talk about waffles. You pick the wrong Oreos. Somebody eats pop tarts that are unfrosted. I don't know about you two. No wonder you guys (laughs) have heels. Maybe this is why everybody hates it. That's why everybody's mad. That's why everybody's mad. That's why everybody's mad. I mean. (laughs) and on that note um christopher questions from chat do we have any yes uh we have a couple of questions we'll roll through them um we don't have any more of our emotes otherwise you guys would be getting a lot of bad things in the chat so you're lucky for you because double stuff is the right answer and the only answer but that's okay I am going to try to put them in the fridge. The wrong one here, but... Thanks so. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. No. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's do questions from chat before we have to shut the stream down on our first night. It's a good. It's a good <laughs> thing they brought the ferrets for like. Yes, to, the like, ferrets helped. This. The ferrets helped. <laughs> so Vic, uh, Vic has one of his staple questions. He wants to know what you guys think is the best gear of all time from a tag team. So who's what tag team has the best gear of all time? That's a good question. Right now, uh, yeah, that's really good. So I'm trying to think. Well, recently, like you know, the New Day's always got something flashy going on. They always got something cool, unique going. The Usos got that really cool street look to them that I like a lot. But oh, I would have to say the Young Bucks. I was gonna say uh, Brian Kendrick and Paul London back in the day. I loved that tag gear. Yeah, the, the big baggy shorts and everything and their mask on the entrance. I thought that gear was somewhere like, I just thought they looked so cool to me as a tag team. Yeah. So Paul London and Brian Kendrick, I think that might be my pick for best tag look and just. I, I can't flex. Um, well, I used to like Edge and Christian's gear, but that's only because they wore those, uh, those, Mesh those, yeah, those vampire shirts. That's <laughs> I, I, I just love those vampire shirts, but yeah, I like their gear. Have we seen Liam in a vampire shirt yet? Not yet. You saw me in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Uh, so we're getting close. Getting closer. <laughs> It'll get darker one day. <laughs> awesome. Until you guys enter your goth phase. Yeah. So uh, this one's for Adrian. Uh, Purple Midnight wants to know, drop the hair care routine for her. Drop the hair care routine. Okay. You want me to have nice hair? Just drop it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here they are. (laughs) Honestly, I don't do a whole lot to my hair. I I shower with shampoo and conditioner. Uh, Every now and then I'll put, I usually put like one thing in there. And for a while that was just mousse for curls and for waves. But I haven't had any, I've been out of mousse for quite some time. What's the new thing I've been using? Conditioner? Hair conditioner stuff? 
it's that conditioner stuff, but it's like another type of thing for waves and curls. I don't know. It's some, it's some other, I forgot what it is, honestly. But like I said, I usually just put mousse in my hair and that's really it. I don't really do anything else to my hair. It's just, usually it's mousse. We're such what, guys. <laughs> what yeah. kind of shampoo and conditioner do you use? Usually it's, uh, what's it called? It's that green brand that, that I think, I don't know if it's for women or what, but it smells good. It works good for my the, hair. The Garnier, fruit, the Garnier fruit, fruit teas. Fruit teas. Yeah. 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 Fruit teas? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The Garnier fruit teas. <laughs> okay, there we go. So I've been using that one lately, and every now and then, like I'm like I'm not the kind of guy that usually sticks on one brand. I like to experiment every now and then with a new brand or something I've never had before. But lately, it's been that. So that and some and some mousse. That's really it. Sometimes after I put my mousse in, I leave my hair up in a bun and I'll let it be that way for a couple hours and then I'll take it down and it kind of helps with the waves and the curls from the mousse and all that. Nice. See, the tricks are starting to come out. Yeah, he's starting to give a little bit more. Tell him you're, <laughs> don't tell him no more. That was actually what I thought. Yeah, that was too much. <laughs> and good beans, I guess. Yeah, see, got it all in hair right now. Not those. Oh. Which All right, we got one more from chat, and then we'll hit over to our lightning round, and we'll see how that goes. But Vic wants to know, you guys were talking about it for a little bit, what's the weirdest thing you've seen pulled from under the ring? Um, for me, oh, man, so there was the one match I went with <laughs> Ruff. Uh, it was me and Ruff one time. We went to an MLW show, and this was, many, this was a few years ago. And there was a match, it was a bring your, bring your weapons match to the show. Like, you know, fans, fans bring the weapons. That's what it was. So you would see, <laughs> you would see sex toys wrapped up with some like thumbtacks and everything all underneath the ring. Very weird stuff. Um, there was like a blow up shark with some thumbtacks underneath the ring. Uh, I didn't know you could wrap so many things up in duct tape and thumbtacks. Um, but I would say the sex toys wrapped up in thumbtacks where it was one of the weirder things that I saw pulled out underneath the ring, for sure. The weirdest thing I ever saw was someone's uh, fake leg. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the weirdest thing I've ever saw. I didn't know those was just in stores like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that they got it from the store. <laughs> they just I beat mean... up somebody on the way to the show. Did you what see some it? guy walking around with one leg? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Those were the questions from chat. Thanks, guys, for answering those. One more question for me is, are you guys ready for the lightning round? Are you ready for the lightning round? Bring it. All right. So 10 questions. The first few are going to be questions for you guys to kind of decide which one of you I want you guys to kind of both answer at the same time by pointing at each other or pointing at yourself. Okay. Okay. And then eventually we'll get to just generic questions. So let's start the lightning round tag team edition. Number one, who's more likely to get arrested? (laughs) (laughs) Number two, (laughs) who's got the better dance moves? All right. Number three, who gives better birthday presents? I don't think you can point at either one of us for that. We're just laughing in that area. 
Yeah, I think we're slagging. Let's just point each other. <laughs> there we go. That's the answer. All right, number four. If your car got a flat tire, who's changing it? Actually, we, we both know that y'all would not change. Just point each other. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. Number five. Better taste in music. All right, number six and last of the who's better, who is more? Who is the more adventurous eater? This. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're gonna go to questions that are just specifically for one of you at a time. Uh, Liam, we'll have you answer first. Okay. Favorite type of sandwich. This could be any sandwich. Whatever comes to your mind. Lightning. Well, if I'm thinking it, my favorite type of sandwich is I like to toast my bread, but it's a peanut butter and peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But depending on what fruit I have, I'll put bananas on there. I'll put strawberries on there. But I, I like to toast the bread, but I, I put it in the skillet and toast it that way. Mm. So to have a nice, nice and crisp to it. And then spread the peanut butter and jelly and then put whatever toppings you want to put on that bad boy. But that's like my go-to. What kind of jelly? Strawberry jelly. But I just recently got put onto apple jelly. So that apple jelly and apple butter, those are my two, like, yeah, I'm, I'm destroying those right now. <laughs> I will eat anything apple. So yeah. I totally agree with you. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll go to number eight now for Adrian. Would you rather be the funniest person or the smartest person in the room? Funniest. I like a good laugh. I like making people laugh. I can see that. All right, number nine's for both of you guys, and you guys can answer it uh, one before the other. But what is the most un unusual thing in your wrestling bag? Ooh, good question. <laughs> Maybe the different types of options I have for what underwear I want to wear underneath my gear. <laughs> different kinds. It could be a speedo to the to a thong to who knows what kind. This might be TMI right now, but yeah, I'm being honest. That that's got to be the weirdest thing. It's just the different options that I have. What fits best with my gear, you know. Because sometimes some things are a little bit bulkier underneath, so you got to figure out which is the right one. Fair. So I bring options. Liam? Um, I don't know. I always, uh, <laughs> I don't mean to throw fruit snacks in there, but I'm always having some kind of like fruit roll up or some kind of like, some kind of snack in there, but I don't ever remember like putting it in there purposely. It's always <laughs> like, ah, oh, snap, there's a fruit roll up in here. <laughs> All right, and number 10, who has the more irritating bad habits, and what is it? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> One that comes to mind is um... – Y'all are going to roast each other. No, but Liam don't know how to use headphones all the time. <laughs> He doesn't know how to use headphones all the time. Every now and then, like, there's no need for headphones. But every now and then, there are times where you could use headphones. Maybe, like, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, 
something simple like that. I would say maybe, yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind is the lack of headphone use. Sorry. It's okay. perfect. <laughs> I just want you to know what I'm, li- what I'm watching. I just want you to understand. <laughs> oh, man. Well, gentlemen, that was the lightning round. You did survive. You did a wonderful job. Thank you so much. Val, back to you. Well, that was exciting. <laughs> I really thought you guys were going to roast each other for just a second. I was really looking forward to it. But it's fine. Wait it's fine. You, you don't have to. <laughs> Wait till we go back in the green room. No. Uh, <laughs> so what, do you, what shows do you guys have coming up? Oof, let's see. I'll, find, I'll see if I got the date. Action. You got two action shows coming up. FIP. FIP. And hopefully, I don't know, look out for something for uh, Uncharted Territory. There's still some announcements coming, so yeah. you never know. Maybe. So look out for something with Uncharted Territory. But we got two action shows this month. We got F- Full Impact Pro. I don't think I'm missing anything. I, I, I've been meaning to get a calendar. Like, I have it on my phone, but I, I need a calendar. Yeah, like I, I like to write my stuff down. Yeah. So all my stuff is on the calendar at my, my house. And I'm able to get off my work easily, so that's why I don't really trip over my dates. I don't need to know them like that because I'm able to get off work kind of easily. So, nice. But to probably be more organized <laughs> still. Yeah, but if you're in Florida, definitely come see us at FIP. Mm-hmm. If you're in Georgia, we'll be at Action. Tyrone, noon in Georgia for one of the shows. And then Uncharted Territory. Tennessee. Tennessee. And if you're in Nebraska, I'll never see in you. Nebraska, if Matt wants to bring action to Nebraska, maybe you can do that too. Yeah, or if there's another promoter that wants to bring us to, the, to Nebraska, come <laughs> out there. Is Nebraska cold? I don't know. Uh, pretty not. No. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm trying to leave. What are you talking about? I ain't trying to stay here anymore. It's cold. It snowed uh, two days ago. Oh, God. Okay, so maybe we don't need to go to Nebraska. <laughs> I mean, I would personally enjoy seeing you here, but I would never subject anybody to Nebraska if they don't have to be here. <laughs> Good. I'm a kinder well, we're person than that. 75 degree weather out here in Georgia. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> um, so, on that note, where can people find you? Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, OnlyFans, TikTok, merch. Wait, what you guys got? Uh, Instagram at Adrian Alanis underscore only for Instagram. Twitter, Adrian Alanis seventy six. I believe that's just it for those two. And Facebook, I think it's just my name. If you really want to look me up on Facebook, it's Adrian Alanis. That's basically the, f- the only three ways I think you can find me. <laughs> Yeah, the only, I only have two ways. It's Twitter and Instagram, and both of them are, hey, Liam Gray, uh, all spelled together. No spaces, no periods, no underscores, just hey, Liam Gray. Any merch stores? Any place where we can get the Skulk t-shirts? Or stickers? Yeah, when you see us in person, come up and buy it, and then give us a tip. Or hit us up, and we can ship something to you. Yeah, we can ship. So hit us up on our DMs, you know? Yeah, we can definitely ship anything out. Nice. Good. Got photos, got shirts. I think I got some pins. Good to know. Mm-hmm. On that note, this has been The Stack. I'm Val Pancakes. This has been Adrian Alanis and Liam Gray, The Skulk. Be sure to check them out on all of their social media that they just ran over for you. 
And be sure to tune in next week when I have the good sisters. Thank you again, Adrian and Liam, and all of y'all for hanging out with me tonight on the new home of the Stack and the Bald Monkeys, the Action Wrestling YouTube. And uh, go, go turn on your IWTV and catch the rest of the action show. Cool. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Appreciate you. That's fun. Visit IWTV.live today to watch these great action wrestling events plus numerous other archive shows from Action and other great independent promotions. Use code ACTION.